everybody and welcome once again to the Enterprise Agility Podcast. My name is Andy Jordan and I am thrilled once again to be joined from beautiful Montreal, Canada by Doug Page. And today we're going to talk a little bit about strategic and continuous planning. And in particular, this time we want to talk about some money because money's a good topic. We like that. And Doug, you and I were talking before we started recording about how funding needs to change in a strategic uh, planning and a continuous planning model. Would you tell us more about that? Tell us why the money is so important with this. Well, I think when, when you look at how organizations are trying to change, when we talk to organizations that tell us they're transforming, what we most often see is that they're changing at the team level. They're changing the way that teams organize and plan and execute work. But what they very often ignore or don't get to is how the organized organization does planning from a, a funding level. And that's really important because how you give out money in your organization is really going to dictate behaviors. Um, if, if you say you're going to a product model, but you still fund the organization within your IT organization, for instance, the PMO's got money, they go buy their own tools, everyone reports up to that org. You know, your your bonus is based on your boss within that org, so your behaviors are based on that organization. Uh, and the same thing happens with the testing organization and the agile organization or the development organization. Uh, and at, in that respect, you don't really have a product end-to-end team, do you? You've got different teams that are pretending to work together, but you have to make sure that the money is, is driving the behavior. So if you're an executive of one of those organizations that's saying all the right things but not actually changing anything fundamental at that central funding level, what would be your primal fear that they wouldn't be able to deliver on what they needed to? Well, I think the, uh, the, 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 the real fear is that the way that we traditionally fund organization is disconnected from the customer experience. So this new way of funding is not just, hey, let's try something new. There's actually a, a reason for doing it that way. So if you, if you start funding the product, those product teams should be and are generally very well connected with what the customer wants, whether that's an internal or external customer. And by giving money to that group, you are much more likely to be addressing the needs of your customer. And that and at the heart of the matter is really what you want to be able to do is out-compete those in your industry at responding to customers' needs, better anticipating those. And, and my argument would be that if you're still funding, uh, you know, departments within your organization, you're, you're probably going to get out-competed. And although this is a new way of thinking about things, it's not about giving up control. In fact, you're probably going to have more control over that funding and the ability to adjust the funding to changing circumstances than you would if you're just funding at a departmental level. Yeah, absolutely. I think in part of this, as you see this happening in tandem, it's not just uh, changing who you're funding, but also how often you're funding. So it's quite normal that organizations are moving from an annual planning cycle to a quarterly planning cycle. So that gives you very good control on what you're investing in and making sure that you're responding to the market in a much more timely manner. Um, And that doesn't mean that the entire organization is moving to that. Finance might still work in a fiscal manner, but as you give that money out to the product teams, they can decide, hey, we're not going to spend or decide how we're going to allocate that money within our product or value stream day one, we're going to fund some initiatives that's like a broad term for features or epics 
and then we're going to wait and see what happens with that when we release that. And then we're going to adjust based on that, what Agilus would call an experiment. We're going to get something on the market. We're going to see how it performs. And then we're going to react to that. And I think if you think about the pandemic in March for organizations that had taken that approach, they were much more, uh, they were in a much better position <coughs> sorry, to be able to react to the market than an organization that had already funded the entire year and then had to turn everything upside down and basically start from scratch again. Now, if I was going to play devil's advocate to that, I'd say if I was one of those people that was leading a team that was waiting to be funded, I'd be very nervous that my funding would suddenly be cut off and I wouldn't be able to deliver. Is that a legitimate concern? I think to a certain degree it is. Uh, You know, it's... It's, it's, it's whether that, that impacts you in the short term or the long term. It's like either you move money around in the short term or the organization's not around in the long term type of thing. And we see that <laughs> happening with organizations that are unfortunately not prepared to, they're not dynamic enough to withstand what's going on in the market today. Um, and the same thing happens to us at ServiceNow where we are responding to the market <clears throat> very quickly and we are actually moving teams between BUs and to say we are specifically funding different parts of the organization because they are better able to meet the needs of our customers in the short term. And within a matter of week, we've moved developers on the platform from one business unit, kind of lent them out to another team with the funding that goes along with that. And that makes us better in a better position to win market share, gain revenue, and customers that don't do that, it might make them feel safe. It's like, oh, I've got my funding for the year. I'm kind of insulated. But next year, you might have no funding because that, that, that team didn't perform very well. And that's really the key here, right, is that we're looking all the time to optimize value. And one of the biggest barriers to optimizing value is the ability of an organization to change direction when that value focus shifts. Mm-hmm. And traditionally, the money has been the slowest moving part of that process. And the more you can align the money with the work and make those decisions around funding at the same time as you're making decisions around change and realignment, the greater the value you can achieve, the greater the return on investment for that money. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's bang on. And I think it's the, the ability to have the, your sensing part of the organization, something that you and I have talked about in, in past uh, webinars and podcasts. How's your sensing of the environment? Uh, whether that's something that's impacting you or hopefully it's even you sensing how you can disrupt the market yourself before you get disrupted. How, how well can the organization do that? And if the money is tied to the people who are doing that, then you've got an environment where you can move very quickly when the money's not tied to that, uh, that, uh, that sensing, which are like generally product managers that are associated to something that the customer is actually using. Uh, if, if you can have both those at the same time, then you have an organization that can move very quickly and do some pretty exciting things in the marketplace. Right. And you mentioned COVID and, and clearly for a lot of industries and a lot of organizations this year, the, the impact of COVID has been huge and, and has reduced the amount of money available for investment in initiatives in the next 12 months. So it's even more critical than ever that you maximize the return on investment you get from those limited investment dollars. Because if you don't, you might not even be around for 2022 planning. So you know, never has this been more important than it is right now organizations have to embrace this concept of of moving money with the value yeah yeah i think you you make a good point about this this pandemic has been such a uh 
you know, we'll be writing about this for years, if not decades to come about the impacts. And, and we're just starting to get a sense of it now. Every day you hear of another organization that is moving to a completely work from home environment. Uh, so it's, it's the changes, the impacts of this are not just what we would typically think of as this is a healthcare issue. It's really changing the way that business is conducted and people work together as teams. Um, and I, I think that's that's really really interesting, and I think your point about when there when there's less money available or that this inflection point happened, you can pretty much get it down to a week, um, and then you can see how different organizations react to that and how they're able to adjust. It becomes a really interesting environment for people like yourself and myself, who love to read and, and study how you know organizations behave in these environments. Doug, thank you so much. As always, that was an awesome uh, contribution. And you and I are going to be doing this again very soon. So um, for our listeners, uh, if you are listening to this before October the 22nd, um, please register. There's a link in the uh, in the description of this podcast. Uh, please register for our webinar, which is at noon Eastern time, 9 a.m. Pacific on October the 22nd, where we're going to talk in a lot more depth about strategic and continuous planning. You can have a full hour of Doug and I. And if you're listening to this after October the 22nd, you haven't missed out. Um, you can uh, use that link to uh, to get access to the recorded version, and uh, you'll be able to hear uh, everything that we talk about there, and you get a full hour about it. So, you know, my favourite topic, money. It's uh, it's uh, something that we all need to care about, and if we can tie the uh, the expenditure to the value delivery, then we're all going to do a better job. So, Doug, thank you once more for joining us. Uh, we'll do this again very soon, and we will speak on Thursday in the uh, Strategic and Continuous Planning webinar. And yeah. thank you everybody for joining us. It's been an awesome, uh, awesome podcast and we'll do it again very soon. Thanks everyone. Thanks Andy.